Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyler Kluver. This is the Snapped Podcast. So glad that you're joining me. In this podcast, we're going to talk about diet, exercise, mindset, training, sports, performance, and any of the things that we discuss, me or the guests that I bring on, is going to help you get better and help you get healthier in some way or another. We're glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let's have a day. What up, baby? Wednesday, May 26th. A great day to be alive. I feel like I, I feel like I just came in like a pastor, like starting to preach or something. I got good energy today. I am hungry. That's nothing new. Gonna be a quick one today. Kind of a funny one. More of a anecdotal story that I'm gonna tell and the lesson behind it. No fluff today. This week, as you guys know, I think I mentioned it. I started the, <clears throat> I started the uh, the fourteen week prep for my half marathon. Uh, I'm officially two days into that. I guess today's Wednesday, so day three of the first week. Uh, today's going to be a rest day. The first two days this week were, um, well, the first week. Jesus, here comes the yawn. Love it. Here comes the yawn. Yawning because I'm always tired. Not not true. Not true. I don't know why I yawn when I get on the podcast. First day was technically a 15-minute run at recovery pace or jog, like, easy pace. Um, that being really the slowest pace that you ever run at. It's your recovery. Like, you can talk. You can have a conversation. Uh, your heart rate stays fairly low in zone one and we'll get into heart rate zones at some point in this podcast but very low basically if you're going to go for a jog right nothing that's going to tax you um i decided to use day one as my day two day two was an interval day where you ran for like one minute hard one minute easy for like eight rounds or something and all of these different paces that the the program calls for. It's actually Nike's 14 week half marathon prep program. So you can just search it and find it on online. Um, all of these paces, you have to first find what those paces are for you specifically, right? So what is recovery pace? What is your best pace? What is your mile pace? What is your 5k pace, your 10k, your half and your full marathon pace? And they use all those paces throughout the, throughout the training program. So I decided the easiest way to do that was to just go run a, a mile as fast as I could, basically run a mile trial. And um, because technically Tuesday yesterday would have been the hard day, I ran that on Monday. So I switched them around and ran the easy 15-minute recovery um, yesterday. So, so far I have basically a mile trial. And a 15-minute jog. <clears throat> Today's story is going to be about the mile trial. And the overarching theme of this quick little uh, anecdote is don't be afraid to fail. Uh, because without pushing your limits to that point, um, and it could be as simple as, hey, go to failure in a set of bicep curls or a set of bench or a set of squat. In a squat, you might want to spotter um, or deadlift or something like that. Go to failure. 
uh, push that line and figure out where it is. Because if you don't, it's hard to ever really reach your potential. Right? We always talk about, uh, well, maybe less talk, more think about inside in our own heads. What is my potential? At least I, it's something that I think about all the time. What does Tyler Kluver, what could I possibly do on this earth in my own athletic career, in my own business career, my own um, personal life? What, what is the potential for me to max out the life that I'm living? And it's really, really hard to, to stretch that potential um, if you're not actively doing so. And the way to do that is you have to go to places you've never been before. When it comes to running, Monday when I went to run the, the trial, that means that I basically have to push at a tempo <clears throat> that, uh, well, that I maybe have never run before because who knows I, if I could run faster, right? So you have to try. Well, I ended up trying and I failed. I failed. I had to stop. I quit my mile. I don't quit very often. Um, and it wasn't so much that I quit because I ended up running the mile. I still had to get a time. Um, I actually ended up just doing more work than I would have originally done. Uh, but I had to, the first mile where I came out, I was feeling good. Uh, I run a square around my block, which is not a easy increment to th understand distance wise. It's like 0.72 miles, um, around the square. And so as I got into, you know, the first 400 meters, first third of the mile, I kind of got confused at where the halfway point was, <clears throat> um, around the square. There's definitely two, two sides of the square that you're running downhill and two sides of the square that you're running uphill. So not, not crazy Hills, but, um, gradual inclines or declines. And so it's not just like your every day mile that you'd go and run on the track, right? And uh, I got about half a mile in and realized that I was in trouble, tried to push for another um, tenth of a mile and just died. I ran out of gas. I had to quit. I, I, I stopped. I walked back home. Um, I was running at like a 6.05 or a 6.10 mile pace, which would be a PR mile by, for me by a long shot. Um, and I should have known that I was going to have to stop because I've never, again, never have ran that fast of a mile in my life. And I'm coming out of a, a phase of my personal training where I haven't been running at all. So why would I be running a, a best mile time ever if I haven't been running at all? It makes no sense, but I felt good. I was trying to push the tempo and I was trying to see hey, if I can get past this half mile, if I can get to three quarters of a mile, can I just hang on, right? A lot of running um, short distances is basically that. Anywhere from like a 400 to a mile pace is like, hey, can I just hang on to this? Can I run this fast and just not slow down no matter how bad it hurts? Well, turns out I couldn't, but hey, the whole point of this podcast is you have to push that pace. You have to be okay with failing and not getting the job done to realize that that's where my limit is right now, right? So I stopped, I rested for 10 to 15 minutes, kept the legs loose, and I went after it again. And I ran a 634 mile, um, which was honestly now looking back really good. Um, after a basically running a all-out 800 meter PR, um, 
and then waiting 15 minutes and trying to run a best ever mile time that 634 for me at 200 pounds and not being a natural runner that's pretty darn good i think um especially as a starting point that will definitely improve i'm going to eventually if this marathon prep doesn't get me there i'm going to 100 percent um at some point train for a pr mile of five something you know hopefully i, I would love to run somewhere down around 545 as a pr mile um and yeah Basically, I just want you guys to try that in your personal life. Somewhere in your personal life today or this week or this month, whether it's um, with your own athletic goals and your, your own exercise training or whatever you're, you're doing or your business, push something uh, to the point of you don't know if you're able of doing it. You very potentially could, very potentially could fail, and I did fail. And I realized, I think we're scared of that failure. Everyone's worried about that failure. I, of course, did not go into that run wanting to fail, but I pushed it so aggressively knowing that that was a, that was a potential scenario. That was a potential outcome, right? And what do I get from that outcome? Nothing wrong, right? I had to run an extra 800 or 900 meters. Um, that was just good for me, you know? Yeah, I had to go through a little extra pain, but hey, that's good pain. You learn from that. You get better. Um, I had to spend an extra, you know, 25 minutes out dur during my workout. That didn't hurt me any. You know, I had plenty of time during the day. Um, and all I did was learn, right? It provided me a topic for this podcast. It provided me um, running experience and knowledge to now the next time I go out and try and run a mile or whatever distance, I have a little bit more experience under my belt, knowing how this feels, how long I can hold on. All it did was provide a learning opportunity for me. Cool. I failed, right? Who cares? I even put it on Instagram. I'm not scared to show that. I'm not scared to show that I had to quit my first mile because I was, I was not prepared or smart enough to know what pace I could come out at, right? It's all about a learning experience. And so guess what? Now I'm going to be better for it, right? I'm going to be a better runner because of failing on that mile and trying my best and pushing that tempo, right? Not to mention all the, the physiological benefits that I got from pushing that hard, trying to run my, my fastest for a mile's distance, right? So I thought it was just pretty eye-opening, the simple act of, hey, I'm going to go try and run a mile as fast as I can, and then having to quit and redo it, and then all the things that I learned from that and the experience and kind of the, the way that I feel now after that, it, it was almost liberating to fail at something, but then realize, oh, this was good for me. So go find something to fail at. Um, and maybe you won't fail. Maybe the result just ends up being, holy crap, I just did that or this so much better than I thought I could. And that's a really, really powerful feeling. Um, like I said in the beginning of this podcast with the intro every, every time, uh, I want this to make you better. And I think that this kind of experience is something that clearly um, and, and very simply makes you better. Uh, go be great. Go have a freaking great week. And I will talk to you next time. Let's go.